Hello and welcome to the Virtual Cafe. I'm your host, Shagilala Salami. And who have I got here with me today? The anti-thought ladies. Well, at least two of the 11 anyway. So 11? And Jay just skipped out for a moment, but Jade is here also. Did you say 11? Because I'm sure the last time we spoke, there were like four of you. Was it five of you? There was five of us the last time, and we have doubled in size. Yes, there's 11. Okay. So how do you guys... They were, because I can run down the list. <laughs> no, I'm just curious. How do you increase the size so much? That, that was more than double, in fact. 11. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, we were writing a book, and we ran across so many new people and different people, because I think I said before we did like 105 interviews in three months. And then we ran across a bunch of authors and things, and they were like, you know, trying to get their foot in the door and stuff. And we liked their stuff, and so we asked them if, you know, they would like to write with us, and they started writing with us. So it's been, it's eleven, and we have four books out. Oh wow! Okay, so and I thought, ladies, is that like a publishing imprint, or is that just your brand, or how does it work? The anti thought ladies are a brand. What we say pretty much is like, find your journey. It's time. Because a lot of times we are kind of sold this thing in society where we have a specific journey to have children, to have a family, to take care of them, to raise them, possibly to work outside of the house. But we never really find our journey. That's not what society told, really kind of told us. So yes. what we're doing is 11 women who are in different stages of life and from different, different walks of life. And they're learning how to find their journey, finding themselves. Or some of them have actually kind of finished. Mm -hmm. And we're all looking at them and all going, oh... Mm, mm, interesting, interesting. Okay, cool. So today I thought you were going to do a reading from one of your books. Which which book's that? Um, we're going to read from And I Thought I Did My Journey Alone, the compilation, mostly because it has poems, new poems. There's a third of the book is like brand new, maybe more than two, two thirds. Okay. And then the third of it is from different books. It's like from every book we've written, we put the poems that we like together and made a compilation. Hence the word, a compilation. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we did greatest hits, and we're not even that famous yet. <laughs> <laughs> so why have you? Why do you do you like poems a lot? Because I know that I noticed that in well, like you just said it now, duh. Um, you've got poems in all your books. So you guys are big fans of poetry, then? Well, well, we deal with a lot of issues that sometimes can be very hard hitting. We do. Hmm. We deal with. Like financial abuse and emotional abuse, which if I wrote a story about that, you'd probably just cry about it or put the mm. book down all and just put it down and not even think about it anymore. Yes. But if you write a good poem, people at least know one or two good poems and it kind of like sticks in the back of your mind. And then yes. later, if you're in a situation that looks like financial abuse, looks like emotional abuse, looks like you're losing who you really are, You'll, yes. you it's in the back of your mind and you, it'll go off as a warning bell like maybe i shouldn't be here we also mm. like poetry for the simple reason this is well known by the way speaking we like poetry for the simple reason that it's no longer just your story it's not just my story and it's not just jade stories or any of the other nine ladies it's become the story of the reader because poetry is interpreted to fit that person's life best and that's yes. that we fit into your life the way that you want us to, not the way that we see that we should. Because we don't know you, we don't know your journey, we don't know your story. But poems, they become part of life. And hence, we always say, find your journey is time. It's not find my journey, it's your journey. Mm. Mm. So do all of you write poetry then? Um, actually, our books are anthologies. There's poetry. And there's short stories. And then I thought being grown up was easy. There's recipes. There's a recipe to a $20 party. Um, there's oh, wow. Grown up is easy. It's actually split up into 10 individual steps to make biscuits. So it's, the book is actually a recipe for making biscuits, uh, a good part of life bread. And then it's also a recipe for becoming a better and fuller adult. Mm. So that has a play in it. So it's not always poetry all the time. We actually wrote a play for that one. Ah. Have in the middle. Okay, so between the both of you, Will Nona and Jade, who's the poet or neither of you? Um, we both dabble in poetry. Like I'm more of the poet than 
Winona is because Winona is awesome and she can write everything. Mm. Not exactly we everything. We buckle down before her greatness. Not <laughs> <laughs> exactly everything. I wrote my first pilot script. I can't write scripts well. So I wrote a theater script when I was 14 and to represent my school. And I just wrote my first pilot episode script. And they're like, oh, sweetie, that needs a lot of help. Yeah, I know script writing is really difficult. But then it someone is. said to me, if you can actually, if you can master writing scripts, you can master writing your know, novels because script writing teaches you economy of words. Gosh, I sound really smart now. And I just took this from my friend who's a movie director, and that was what he said to me. It's like some just sounded really smart now. Script writing teaches you economy of words. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I think it was it was easier when I was younger because like. I didn't really know how to move a story forward using character development and scenery and stuff like that. I was more into like what a person had to say. They said it, they got it done, they moved on. And I remember one time reading that if your character has a lot, just pages of dialogue, then you're yeah. missing something. You should only speak when a point needs to be like emphasized. Like speak dialogue yes. is like the exclamation point of literature. Well, yes. for me, my book was like, dialogue and maybe like four or five little sections of like scenery and a little character development and that was just about it yeah but like now going to dialogue and like trying to move a story forward i'm like but they don't understand what's going on i have to tell yeah. them what the person's seeing and they're like that's not what you do i'm like but, <laughs> but they don't understand they can't see <laughs> But actually, you know, saying that, I actually prefer script writing to to regular stuff because I just want to focus on the dialogue and I know the emotions are there. And so it's kind of like in my head when I'm writing, I always think of a narrator saying what the emotions are, like this, you know, magical narrator that knows what people are feeling. And then the script side where, you know, the characters are just saying what's going on. I think that's a nice, that's a nice um merger and trying to trying to balance it out uh, but then yes people nowadays they just want to know what is this person feeling show me don't tell me you know the usual 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 <laughs> I believe okay. the first time we were on your show you were like sometimes you have like people spend three pages on describing the hotel and you're like I could have done without that you could have just moved the plot forward yeah <laughs> Exactly. I'm, that's how I prefer to read. I really find it really when you start describing, right? I literally just like even when I read blog articles and I go and I look at it and I'm thinking, right, fifteen hundred words. Do you really think I'm gonna read word by word by word? And I just literally just scroll. I see a high, you know, something text that's been put in bold, put in quotation marks, whatever. I look at that. I go on. I look at that, and then I just close the page because I'm like, seriously, I just do not have the time to start reading word after word. After word. Well, I think nowadays we just have so much packed into one day that we can't even help it. Yeah, but they're, they're actually people who have time on their hands, and I really envy these people. They're like, well, I want to know everything. I, I want the character development. I'm like, oh, I wish I could be you. I wish I had all that time. Oh, my goodness, you're not lying. And I think, like, the more avid readers I read, they're like, well, no, I like to go home and cozy up with the book instead of the TV. And I'm like, oh, that's the people who have the time. It's you people. <laughs> Watch some TV for crying out loud. Yeah, because you know what I was just saying to you? I haven't even watched any of my regular series in almost a year, right? I can't believe we're almost in January. I think the last time I watched any series was March 2016. Can you imagine? Seriously. And I think it was just one episode I watched and I was thinking, oh my God, I already have a backlog of things to watch. And you see how much I love Game of Thrones? I still oh. haven't watched anything yet. It's like Mother of Dragon. She is my, she's my woman crush Wednesday. What's today? Today is Friday. Yes, Khaleesi. Yes, Khaleesi. It's like, uh -huh. she's just, she's just, you know, and I haven't had time to do anything and it's been almost a year. So it's those people that you start. I, sorry? I refuse to start Game of Thrones. I refuse. <laughs> yes, please. Everyone that I know that watches that is like addicted. <laughs> but you know what? Okay, seriously now, let me be honest here. Let me be honest. The only reason I watch Game of Thrones is for the Khaleesi. I don't care about the other bits. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. You you don't care about like the. Oh my goodness! I wow. Like I don't even really watch the show. I just read stuff about it, and then I'm like, what happened? Like when Jon Snow died, I felt like I was thoroughly invested. And how we could didn't you even watch it? We didn't even watch the show. Yeah, but that was at the beginning. After the beginning, after he, you know, all those. After the beginning time, it kind of got boring. Every time I do, I found the rest of it just boring. It's like they just talk, 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 talk. Yap, yap, yap. You know what I feel about too much talking? I like a bit more action. So it's like when I just listen to the other bits, it's like talk, 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 talk. And I'm like, finish, please. And then when the Khaleesi comes, I'm seeing her as like, we will take off your head. Off with his head. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Wow. See? Well, I never started it because I think I would be sad. Okay, I'm going to do a horrible thing right now, and I'm going to plug for my own self, okay? Do you mind, Sola? No, go ahead. Since you like action like that, and I hate words the same way like you hate like all those words. Yeah. Alice and me write a series, and we just got picked up by a publisher. And it'll be coming out in four months, and it's just mostly action and plot. Okay. And, like, it's, like, 120 pages, and there is 15 plot twists. So about every three pages, there's something new and different going on. Because I can't stand all those, like, and the cement was gray, and I have a lot to say about <laughs> nothing. No, 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 sweetie. You are here to move a story. You're here to move a story. Let's get to moving. Exactly, right? And he was like, oh, she was in touch with her emotions. And I'm like, seriously, there are worse things in life, you know. <laughs> there are. Okay, but please <laughs> do, do continue. So what's this new book called? The new book is called And I Thought I Did My Journal Alone, a compilation and I and and I Thought Book Volume 4. It's and not all of that, but it's the entire I did the entire like thing, you know, subtitles. The, the title volume. the title that is on there is And I Thought I Did My Journey Alone, a compilation. Now if you look it up on Amazon, it's gonna be like an and I thought book volume four. Right, okay, sorry, I'm a bit confused. Now is that the new one that's coming up in four months time? No, the new one that's coming up in four months' time is just me, Wilona, and Alice writing. Okay, what's it called? Series, our own everything, separate from the And I Thought Ladies. Okay, I mean, what is this series called? The the series coming up is going to be called The Widow Series. We're starting off with Widow's Web, and then the second book will be Widow's Deceit. Well, the title is already sounding quite engaging, Widow's Web. Actually, if you want to, you can buy Widow's Debt Volume Two on Amazon now because that's the last, that's the second to the last book of the entire thing. There are twenty nine books long, the twenty nine books long series. So how does the second to the last come out first? Well, uh, I've been writing it since I was uh, fourteen with my friend Alice, of course, and um, she's been helping me write for that long. But anyway. That I, I finished it right. I finished, I got to book 28, 27, and 28, and then I went back to work on 27, but 28 was done already, so I just went ahead and put 28 out. And then I'm still working on 29, me and Alice, but what up? So is 21 to 26 out also? Nope, I'm starting, we're starting all over again. We started, we signed a contract <laughs> for books one through three, but we have like 20 some in between if we ever get it. If they continue our contract, we will definitely happily continue to write the series until we finish. Mm, so, but then if I get 28 now, will that put me out of sync with the rest? You'll know who the characters are, but you won't know anything that's going on. So I would start with book one. Okay. Now I would wait the four so, months. Yes, okay. Because again, there's nothing worse, right? Like, so there was this book, and don't even ask me what the author's name is, because that was how annoyed I was with him. Right, and he wrote this book. He wrote book one. It was really nice, and I thought I had to go and get book two. And then I read book two, and I thought, wow, this is really nice. But then book three was not out, and then I was so annoyed. I was like, how dare you make me wait? <laughs> you know, I'm going to forget everything that I've read so far. How dare you make me wait? You the author. 
and this was before I became an author myself. So yes, um, yeah. I was really, really annoyed. I was like, you know what? If your book was horrible, then that would have been a different kettle of fish. I wouldn't have finished it. I would have just been like, yeah, whatever. But it was nice. I was enjoying it. I wanted to read to the end. I wanted to know what happened. But no, you just haven't written it all up, right? How exactly. dare you do such a thing? How exactly. Do. How many times did that happen though? But so like this works great because for me and Alice, like all of them are written except for the actually the last of the last book is the only one that's not written. So book 29 is not written. Yeah. So if we keep getting picked up, it's like we'll just keep turning out books because they're done already. Cool. Cool. Well, congrats. Well, so we you look forward to... Yeah. <laughs> we'll not have to wait. Yeah, so please do 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 drop me a line because again, I'm using this baby brain until she turns twenty-one. I might even push it to twenty-five. Um so yes, but please do drop me a line. Um, you know, widows widows web. Yes. Widows web. Yes. But we're here today, friend. I thought I did my journey alone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please we're going to do some reading for us. Go on, so yes. Do 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 Definitely. I'm quite interested now. So who's going to start off? I'm going to start off with Nona, and this is Winona, by the way. So I'm going to start off reading the back of the book, which is Jade's favorite part. And this is Jade's favorite book. This is probably why we're reading it. So Yay! My vote counted! <laughs> so the back of the book says, Dear Traveler, this is the story of 11 ladies spanning four generations of life, be it alone, with a partner, friend, intimate lover, or a random person they met along the way. Follow their journey spanning through four books as they take a look around and find out where they are in life. Please take their words and find your pathway within their mistakes, adventures, and losses. Happy trails, the and I thought lady. Nice. And Jane's yeah. going to read one of her favorite poems next. Okay. Oh, so in this book, we have a traveler that goes throughout the book. And this is the traveler that starts um, lesson one. Well, let me just read lesson one so you guys won't <laughs> be confused. Here it is. Lesson one. Okay. A new journey is both sorrow and hope displayed one step at a time. A new... Oh, sorry, to start a new journey, you will need to leave where you are to save what you have accumulated for a lighter travel. JD. I'm the one that did the quote. And I left behind. A traveler may be walking, running, crawling, or flying. But what is in the rear is left behind. Destiny beckons him to find the inner light of someplace new. This is Winona, and I'm going to read the next two poems. Uh, the first one will be A Shiner, written by Alexis Rose. What's her problem is my name. Propriety was my claim to fame. Charities for others was my thing. Who had time for anxiety or worrying? Friends flocked to me for my good sense. I saved every dollar, yen or pence. What is her problem is my name. I live in a transformation game. I am healing, I am dealing. Yet the whispers sound ever crisper. When will she change back? She's mentally cracked. They remember when on any day with nostalgia. There was a time they couldn't have been prouder. Why does she spend to be happy? Why does she cry? It's so sappy. I will answer all of you now. I am broken, beaten, and bruised. I don't like the reality this has exposed. I ask myself in my week every day, if so, how and in what way? I ponder when I stop being the girl you love and know, I want to change from his mold. I can't describe what they can't see. I'm still wounded and bloody. I hate your patronizing smiles and speech. I disapprove of how they see me as a social leech. I need time to find me. I admit to the years that have passed, I don't know why the effects have lasted. I beg you to believe me, the memories are repressed. I say this because these injuries have festered. I know that sadness will jump out at any time. I know my emotions as an improper crime. I cry not to cave in amongst my thoughts. I act foolish to chase off all my pensive haunts. 
I ramble so no one will know my bones weren't set. I use the cassie of jovialness. I recuperate in a normalcy that breaks my brain callously. I disregard rules not to seem cool. See, I learn they don't apply unless he gave me a black eye. The next poem will be not for, not for me and it's written by Anonymous. You have 11 ladies and still someone's like, I don't wanna claim that one, but I wrote it. But anyway, not for me. When a man beats you with his words, you need to leave. When a man beats you with his fists, you need to leave. When a man gaslights you into thinking it's all your fault, you need to leave. There have been times they say, I love him, he will change. I need to do better, but I'm not leaving my house. We hear excuses saying he's more important than me, your own child. Last but not least, staying for the sake of the children, how easily it is said, but honestly, sometimes it's only about you and him. That's how we perceive it. Do you see the fear in their eyes? Do you notice the tears in their voice? While hearing with ears that no longer listen, mama, we need to go, mama, why do you stay? Along with their hopes slipping away and becoming possibly as angry as he. Sure, staying keeps a roof over their heads, but at what cost to their hearts and damage to their minds? I don't mean to offend, but sometimes for the sake of the children is only an excuse. Don't blame me for telling a true part of what happens with abuse. I heard these lines before because I'm one of those children who realize it was never about me. I have emotional scars to show. It was not for me. Jade is now going to read her selection. Well, some of it, I guess. Here we go. All by Kay and Jade. What is all? I must know it to attain it. The, the answer is always changing. You look to the old to guide their opinions differ. I am lost trying to get it all. I. I am striving to have it all. All is always out of reach. Is all love without the fluffery? Am I truly spectacular? Or must I first build a better me? Uh, and then a thought of Alexis. Losing footing does not mean a falling down. Saying, good, saying bye to yourself takes strength. But accepting your new self can be a graceful, graceful process. Well, Nona here, and I'm going to read Rambling Thoughts of a Mindless Mind. Everyone talks about the journey to finding yourself and how long it is. I think the road to knowing yourself could be shorter if we learned acceptance when our lives change. There is nothing wrong with us. We just have to accept that we continue to grow. Sometimes it happens before we know it has even taken place. This is when we soldier on the road to discovery. The road has many twists and turns. Often there are falling rocks we must avoid and tumble branches that we must step over. Occasionally we are blindsided because it's dark on this road until we learn the light is ourselves. We just need to put faith in our inner lamp because that is the fire that powers us, fuels us. When we can't walk anymore and the path is treacherous, when the trip is done and we look back, we recognize we didn't just wander aimlessly on a trail, but when on the sojourn, we built a bridge between the person we perceived ourselves to be. Instead, we are 10, 20, 30 steps closer to the person we are destined to be. So keep climbing, sweating, fighting, crawling. Hey, I will admit it, crying too, because every step, is worth the change to accepting you. Words Amongst the Bourbon by Winona Marie and Alexis Rose. You asked me once before what you said that changed my thinking. The words are amongst the plethora of wisdom you spouted. Now over a gym beam, honey straight, I contemplate. Your problem is you don't believe you deserve better, so you lower the bar on your life. You made it through your more through more than your fair share of situations 
So out of respect for your ability to survive, don't accept anything or anyone that cannot appreciate and find those qualities as badges of honor. Well, Nona, a note to my scared self. There is no reason for resentment. Yes, life dealt you an atrocious hand, but the game isn't done. Yes, you are down to your last few chips and that velvet green tabletop, but it's why they have a turn card in Texas Hold'em. Do what the name says and hold on. Every decision has odds, remember that. They are good, they are bad. They make you remember what it feels like to be alive. It's the rush that keeps you there. The addiction to the wooden chips and the smell of the soothing alcohol as balm to open wounds of losing keep you going. There are many hands that pass that way, loss after loss after loss. But the sounds of the cards skating across the velvet green tabletop, the whoosh of air as the pattern monotonous colored back turns to play its worth, the inability to control the card, the excitement of what if, the hoping against the odds, the realization as the card boards itself, the coping, the adapting, the forward motion of the game as placers plays bets and do the steps you just did. Win or lose, there's another hand dealt at that, that table if you participate or not. If you save the chips, bet them or cash them in, the game goes on and on. So sit down at the table and play. You should participate in the game because it's your life. All right, so it's been kind of like deep and heavy over here. So let's lighten this up a bit. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Cupid shot me in the leg. But I'm sorry, I, I lied. I'm going with Loving a Single Dad's Kids by Winona Marie. So we can lighten it up just a titch. So I met you, right? We exchanged numbers and why we slightly smiled at each other and there was a glimmer, a spark. I felt it, you felt it. Three dates later, we felt it together. Satisfied with what we had, you brought them into my life. Three smiling young ones from your ex-wife. That is not a problem, not a problem, not a problem, I say, but the baby drools and pulls my hair. She pokes me in the eyes while the other ones is three connects herself to my thigh. She screams every time she sees a cookie and the word no seems as foreign to her as Mandarin. By the way, why did you teach the six-year-old Mandarin? Is it something you did for fun? I swear if she curses me out one more time, I'll douse her with that fake slime. You think it's funny that green poop in people's hair and says it's alien poop. Hmm, you think it's cute. When they take my money and call it loot. They are not pirates, nor a bank thief. One more evening with them and I'll leave, I promise. This time we're going to dinner and the oldest says that their mama is thinner, so I eat less and you think it's funny because it's honesty? I'm out. And don't you call me to cry and pout. I'm done, childish one. Could you give us one moment? All right, it's gonna be a little longer than a moment. Okay, lesson six. Safe passage to a new place, facing old, facing new challenges with undiscovered beauty, just waiting. That is why paths are traversed and ships are launched. The satisfaction of curiosity is, is enough to take me on my destination, Alexa, when I arrive. Okay, so we're going to go into something a little happier right now. Yes, happy. <laughs> yeah, we did funny, so now we'll do happy. So perfected by Renee Evans and Winona. No mistakes, no hiccups, no flaws. Is not perfection. I am the equivalent, the whole, the sum. The total sums of life lived my way, my wiggle, my strut, my love in between my thighs, and I love with the inaccuracy of my lies. This is what makes me a complete puzzle of rightness. Edges making the complete pictures of something I could be proud of in between sunshine and cloudy skies. These 
are my collage, my truth, or my disguise. What does it matter? This is my perfectly seen and lived by me. I hope Jade doesn't mind. Do you mind if I do my favorite one? Go ahead. Yay, she's gonna do her favorite one. All right, this is And the Winner Is by Tara Turner. You can't have me. I'm here and you're there. And you don't know how to get me. You can't know what I know. You can't feel what I feel. And you can't do it like I do. It has nothing to do with your smile, your style, or my swagger. I give myself permission to admit I'm better than you. It has nothing to do with your pride, your plans, or your desire. So no neck rolls. Mm -mm. No finger snaps. No ultimatums. On my best stationary spritz with my Jean Patou. You're worth that much at least. And I forgive myself for cheating myself because of you. And you loved me that much harder because you knew it too. Praying I wouldn't open my eyes so that this is my leaving, sometimes weary, strained to the breaking point with all of your trying. It's no small thing. And I am standing here today straight and whole and pure. My heart beating wildly once I've acknowledged this. No more one more surprised than me. You can't have me. And I realize finally I will be so much more than just fine. This is my title deed by the And I Thought Ladies. The title, the titles are beginning to the journey, but for those who finish it, this is what they're entitled to. We're entitled to leave out to wear our shiners because we decided it was not for me. We take possession of our notes to our scared self and turn a quarter-life crisis into something I am stronger than. So we become the relapse statue. Better than the relapse statue, we acknowledge and appreciate the sage I met. We take ownership of what the traveler sees, feels, and knows as wisdom, all our own. This is on my title deed. What's yours? Find your journey. It's time. You're entitled to it. And I left by the and I thought ladies. I left behind my shiner. I'm sorry. <clears throat> We're going to share that one. I'm sorry. I forgot. And I left behind the endless distractions and the chaos without me. And I left behind the drowning deaths and took another breath. And I left behind the old college try and intentionally lived my life. And I let the silence, and I left behind the silence and let the curtain fall while I made my noise. I enjoyed my resurrected hope and I left the rest behind to live my life to the fullest. If I may, before we leave, I'm gonna drop us off in one sad place and I promise I'll bring us back up with one thing. So this is going to be from lesson five. And I love to read this one as something that um, helps us remember, as the traveler says, of the people that have paved the path before you, us. Only You by Kay and Winona. When they say we are sorry for your loss, do they understand what it means to lose? I had to pull the plug. I had to choose. When they say it will be hard, have they heard themselves? Do they know what it means to awaken without them there, to hear their footsteps and know there are no feet, to listen to the door creak, to hear a car pull into the yard but know it's not theirs, to replay those last words until you can't remember their voice? Do they know? I know those who feel the pain. I see it in their eyes, not by tears. I see their irises bend back and squint. I see their grief in their glints. 
I see the formation in their tear ducts. I see the walls that they built. I see how their life spark is slightly disconnected. I hear the last embrace that held them in their loved one's arms, and I feel the heartache of a casket in the grounds. And the more I look, the more I see them around. And I know only you understand me now. To our late, great, and beloved, we see your footprints cemented in our life. We know they don't continue on and on. But where you stopped is where we began. Know your influence will never end. Our feet don't fit in your imprints. We have so far to go before we grow to fill them. We are the hope of both yours and ours. We understand we are your legacy. We are your statues, your towers. We live this in every second, minute, culminated into hours. Written by the hearts and grief of all those who lost someone. And as promised, with two minutes left on the clock, we're bringing it back up. A traveler may return as poor as when he left, but it's the pathways that he traveled that gives him a wealth of treasure to dispense of whenever because it's at his discretion that gives him wealth that is unimaginable. And we're done. Pagola? I'm sorry. And my my cam my uh, microphone was on mute because I was laughing at some point. It was it was such an emotional read that I said to myself, if I didn't mute this camera, you guys would just hear me just cackling and going, ooh. And I was just like, when um, Will Nano was reading, I was just thinking, you know what? I can actually imagine myself being on an open mic night, you know, at some cafe, let's say in like Soho or somewhere in East London. You know, I've got some nice hot chocolate or some mulled wine. And I was just listening to you guys. That was a fabulous. Well, Nona is the best. I don't know why <laughs> she, she makes me read all the time with her. I'm, I'm, I'm not as good as you, but you know what? I try anyway. But everyone you has dyslexia out there. You can do it too. <laughs> yes, yes. No, definitely. That was an enjoyable read. You know, and I think the best bit, you know, um, and you know what? I'm just glad you know you said it because when she was just reading it, it was like her voice, she could she could take on the how am I gonna say this? The she character. could take on yeah. yeah, she could take on the voice of the character, you know, the highs and the lows, and it was like I can actually see her dramatizing this at an open mic event. Like seriously, Winona, your talents are being wasted behind the screen. You need to go to open mic nights. <laughs> I do. Every Just once in a every while. Every once in a while. I'll go to like I went to like three I'll go three to three or four a year. That's just about it. Okay, but then when you do yours, how do you do yours? Like, do you do one of those ones where you just stay with the mic and you're in one place and you're just reciting, or do you actually dramatize? Because I never, I've never been a big fan of poetry, right? But then there was one that I saw um, on TV. I can't remember if it was on Facebook, but it was on a, it was a video, right? And it was this South African girl. I don't think she was more than thirteen, right? And she had like this. Um, basket or calabash and literally when she was doing she was moving and it was almost like she was the ocean right the way she was just swayed and she just she just she just she just grabbed you she just grabbed you <laughs> I don't know okay but if you could do that I swear to god right you would be phenomenal it depends on what the what the crowd is because sometimes we do it uh, with sign language interpreting Performance, sign language yeah. interpreting. Okay. Because we're both in sign language interpreters. But okay. Jade is so much better at like performance, sign language Which is great because, again, I have dyslexia. So it's kind of nice to not have to read and be sweating it out in front of people. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, really, no, but I think it's the performance because when you do that, even people who don't like poetry, you just sort of, you just grabbed me. I feel like I'm in love with you already. Well, actually, you know, I'm in love with your voice. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and here's why the audio book will be coming soon and Winona reads a whole bunch of it. Please do, please do. Because I can actually imagine your voice is one that just, you know, when the listener is doing something and you just change the pitch of your voice, it just sort of 
takes them, just drags them from whatever they were doing. Like, I just need to pay attention to what this lady is saying right now. Well, thank you. Wow. Um, I, I might be considering a new career here. No, I'm joking. No, seriously, do though, because no, seriously, I'm not even kidding. See, I'm one of those people that I not want to make give compliments very easily, because especially if I don't feel like I'm being as honest as I could be. So, with you, hands down, and that was part of the reason why my mic was on mute, because I just didn't want, you know, the the enjoyment that I was having to, you know, to come across, you know, in your in your reading and to to distract you. But no, definitely, do do consider it. Okay, I definitely will. And once again, I'm plugging myself. I apologize, but I am uh, a large part of the of the new. Uh, we're we're reading this for an audiobook. The end. I thought I did my journey alone, and yeah. I am a large part of that book. Reading it, but then we gave it to the other ladies as well. So it's uh, all five public faces, and a few of the ones who aren't public faces, they read as well. Oh, cool, cool. Bulk of the book I read. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I mean, it's um, what's it called? You do a good, good job in reading it, and it's very engaging. Um, you know, so because definitely whilst you were reading, you know, I found myself, you know, sort of sometimes instead of myself to get distracted with, uh, I don't know what cartoon is playing in the background. Um, <laughs> I was, I was, you know, paying proper attention to you, which was, which was absolutely great. Um, but then, quick question though. Um, <clears throat> You mentioned Tara Turner. Is she part of you guys now? She wrote a couple of poems for us in our book, which was kind of awesome. So we so, we open our open arms and we're like, you're you're a lady too. You can be an and I thought lady too. Oh, books and such on the and I thought ladies TV show. Sorry, that's why she has her own show, books and such, on the um, own segment of her show. Own on, segment of yeah on our on our channel. So yeah. Mm. Nice, 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 nice. Well, thank you so much for coming, you know, on the show and doing. And you know what? You guys are simply the best. You know, you love me so much, and I love you guys as much. You know, you come on the show, and you always bring such amazing aura. Um, and sorry, oh, today we didn't even offer you any drink, but then the little human's asleep. She's falling asleep with me now. So sorry. Well, okay. she, she, she got us some water before, so before we started, she was like, "Y'all want some water?" With Thank you so much. We did. We were Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. It was, Thank you. as always. Definitely. Yes. Oh, by the way, if any of your listeners wanted to check us out, we will be in Las Vegas on television on WCOMB on January the 20th and on January uh, 1230 to 145 and on January the 23rd from 6 to 7 p.m. Okay. I think we're actually going to do a televised poetry reading in April in California. Date they, pending. The uh, date pending. They just invited us out last night to come out and do a, a poetry reading there. So well, you like, guys oh. are amazing. You guys are all over the place. <laughs> you, well, we try. We try. We're kind of sad, though, because we had kind of planned on coming back to England to do some television over there in April. But it looks like we're going to have to push that. Uh, see if we can get a new date for that one so we can do California. Mm -hmm. See, you guys, you guys, you guys are putting me to shame that I'm here and I haven't even tried to do anything. It's like, I'm just lazy. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to stay in my PJs and just do my podcast from my bedroom. Well, you or have a podcast and it's a very great podcast and so many people out there agree with us when we say you have a good podcast. So you don't need to. Oh, thank you. See, now I'm blushing. Aww. <laughs> And I have to do that Will I Am thing, right? I don't know if you ever watched that episode of the uh, the Voice UK, and then he has to say, "I have to tell you that I'm blushing." So I, <laughs> I just have to do. I have to do that Will I Am thing now. So yes, <laughs> but thank you. Oh, Will I Am is on the UK one. I don't know. I've not watched it again. You know, like I always said, I haven't watched TV in like forever. But when this was before the little human came, before there, there was ever a little human, right? He was on one episode of The Voice UK, and there he did this thing where he was blushing, and then he had to say, "Well, I have to tell you that I'm blushing because again, <laughs> I'm dark skinned." So that. 
So um, yes, <laughs> I I hatched I latched onto that because I thought it was so hilarious. And yes, but I, that was a good 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 few years ago. You know, little human is so was well before she turned two. Before she was even born. What am I saying? Before she turned two. Yeah, before she was even born. So <laughs> yes, wow. he, was, he was in the Voice UK. Nice. I did not know that at all. It's so hard to keep up with like what goes on in the UK while you're in the US. It's like the US is US concern. <laughs> but you know what, right? That's the thing, the thing about Americans. You guys just, you know, you guys are just in your nice American bubble. No one cares. But then everybody else, everywhere else, we always try to know what's going on in America because you guys are like the eye of the storm. Whatever happens to you guys, it affects the rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, so I see. So I understand now. <laughs> I gotta admit, though, I do love y'all's news over there. Oh, it's so awesome. I love the BBC news and whatever other news there is. I love it. Sky news. I'm actually more of a fan of Sky news now than I am of BBC news. Oh, really? Lighter. Ah, see, I don't watch news at all. I just find it quite depressing every single time. There's always bad news. Never a time when they say, oh, here's good news. Here's something light. Here's something good happening in the world. It's always depressing. It is. It's always surprising. But you would yeah. love it here because we have a lot of fluff on our news. <laughs> but a whole lot of fluff. And it's very fun. Interesting. Yes, yes. So, you know, consider moving with the little human. No. Yeah, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> be able to do her podcast all the way over there. No, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I don't want to because I've been to America once and once only in my life. And. You, your build is as much as the, I'm sure the interior is nice. The outside just has no character. I look at it and I just thought, seriously, I want to be able to walk down the street. I don't find out I find your roads, you know, quite intimidating. But I want to walk down the street and I want to be able to see beautiful architecture. And yeah, I was in Florida. Where was I? Palm Beach, and the buildings just did not have any character to it. You were, in the, was, right, you were even in the right spot for character. You have to come to some of the colonial places like Williamsburg, New York for the deco art deco age. New York, um, so yeah, be very careful. Um, Maine has a lot. Yes, upstate New York has a lot. Southern California, if you go to like the older sections, they have really cool architecture going on from the forties. Okay, so I'm around the Annapolis area, so Annapolis, Maryland has a lot. Yeah, (laughs) of really Mm. nice things. To look at and building to see but yeah when you go to florida you were there commercialism to have fun and do commercialism now if you yeah. want architectural amazing commercialism you go to vegas you're probably going to get a lot of comments about that people are going to hate us don't hate us you guys i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying like <laughs> please don't hate us but i'm like who you know in palm beach because that is one of the richer sections of florida <laughs> Well, no, because I actually had to go there for an interview. For, this was a couple of years back. For for an interview? And That's you, nice. And, yes. and you say we travel? <laughs> <laughs> that was once and once only in my life. <laughs> it only takes one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. Yes, but then, yes, so, but then I, was, I wasn't too impressed. You know, I thought I, I was... Because again, you know, I always hear about Palm Beach, Florida. I had high expectations, but I was I was actually very, very disappointed with everything. Um, the only thing good for it was that when I came, I could feel the heat in the air. Right. That's stuff that you do not get in London. Mm-hmm. I remember when our plane came, I was like, I'm going to London. And then it started coming down and I was like, oh, right. It's rainy, cold and cloudy. Dang, yeah, but I want to go home. <laughs> I was going to say, but you had to at least love the sun. It was yes. like out every day there, right? Thank you. Yes, it was hot. So that one I would, yeah. And I didn't even have to wear a jacket. That was amazing. Oh, oh, oh. You know what? We're getting carried away, but I will just have to say this. I then had like proper straight from the ocean. It was like, is, a, is it mahi mahi something that tastes like salmon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my good Lord. That was lush. That was very lush. That was very lush. That so was- yes. <laughs> That was, oh, that was sad though, because like when we were over there in London, the people kept saying, "Oh, you're gonna get, you'll get famous over here, and then you'll have to move." Yay! And I was like, "Yay! That would be so cool to like live in Europe." Yay! Yay! Hold up, no mahi mahi, and no sun. Oh no, I'm saying, I, I'm not going. Nope, nope. 
<laughs> I told you, like, we, um, in order to recuperate from, like, the no sun thing, we just ran, we, like, got on the quickest flight we could to Barcelona and just, like, slayed in the sun all day. It was yes. But the good thing about staying in London, though, is that you can travel all over Europe, you can go to Malta, you can go to Barcelona, you can go to all these nice, funky places and have fun. And you can I'm even sure go to Germany that. as well. Is Germany fun? I'm, like, I meet a lot of very cute people there. <clears throat> I, I, from there. From there. Yeah, but... Hmm. I've never been, but apparently I've got friends who have been, and they think they say it's nice, but, you know, for me, I'm a London snob. Nowhere is as good as London to me. <laughs> so I try, I try not to go too much. And I know it's bad, because sometimes I see on Facebook someone goes, oh, I'm going to London for the weekend. And I'm like, yes, that's why you should live in London so you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, for the weekend. It's like, you know, they make such a big deal out of it. Whereas for me, it's like, yeah, that's why I live in London. You know, so that this is home. It's natural. And the one time that I went to Venice and I was just comparing, and then I went to Paris and literally in my mind, everything that I do is compared to London. I'm like, nope, not as good as London. Nope, not as good as London. Nope, not as good as London. <laughs> okay, the food had to be better uh no okay not as good as london okay he's a london <laughs> snob nothing is ever gonna be as good as london and we let we, we understand you have to be able to have it like i would say nothing is as good as my mother's cooking i don't care what anyone says you you can say your mother's the best cook on earth and that's nice my mother's <laughs> your mother thanks <laughs> yes, yes, very but- true very 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 true but yes london's amazing um and then there was that thing right somebody then did this thing that made me cringe so i was there when i find i found a way to cross your road and i thought i would go and try american mcdonald's oh don't ever do that yeah so i just thought you know i managed to cross your road i was quite impressed with myself um (laughs) and the person who is serving the, I don't know, hearing say reception, not receptions, I just forgive my brain, right? So she then goes, so where's your accent from? And I go, London. And then she goes, where is that? Right. Right. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I tell you, when I travel in Europe, that's the first thing I say. They're like, oh, I'm from here. And I'm like, I'm American. And they go, oh. And I'm like, thank you. Respect your citizens. <laughs> where, where is that exactly? And they're like, oh, you're American. I'm sorry. Right. Uh-huh. Let me explain where that's from. Okay, so you know this place? Yes. Okay, so if you go up, it's a whole nother country that you don't know about. Oh, thank you so much, sir. I've learned so much. <laughs> I mean, I do know what London is, and I know where a lot of other countries in Europe are. So bad. Every once in a while, you run into somebody, you're like, where? Where is that exactly? And they're all, oh, yeah, American. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my education. But, I can't help it. But, okay, here we go. But we got to keep it clear, though. We don't know where the majority of our states are either. So it's not a problem. <laughs> just like, and then Ohio, and then the stuff in the middle, California. And then those two states above it, I don't know. Canada. There it is. Bam. Bam. So literally for Americans, Americans. Sometimes. Made, sometimes it's made up of New York, Florida, California, and then there's Canada. And then and those, oh, Texas. there's Texas. Texas. And then there's California. So you're missing about 40 some states. So don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. So we definitely don't know where your country is. I mean, even on the news here, they're like, you know, a middle America. They don't even they don't even name the states. They just call it middle. Or the flyover states. The flyover states, the things that's between the East Coast and the West Coast, those places in Texas. Anything between here. We call them flyover oh states. Fly over it. Because nobody's going there. <laughs> So yeah, so, don't feel oh bad. There's a lot of people that don't know a lot of stuff. <laughs> so just when we say, "Oh, okay, we're from Annapolis, Maryland," which you would think people would know that because that's where one of the two naval academies are of the nation, and they're like, "What?" You're like, <laughs> "Near DC." Oh, oh, oh you Washington DC. Yeah, yeah, we just yeah. Like, yeah, that's where we live. I live right there. That's 
Okay, I'm finished. So we're gonna stop making fun of our own country now. <laughs> no, we're not making fun of people in general. True, yeah. It's people in general. <laughs> I'm sorry. And people are gonna hate us now. But hey, you guys out there know that we we sometimes are the very same thing. You'll be like, you're from where? They're like Kansas. They have more than two cities in Kansas? I I didn't know. What? There's Topeka in Kansas City. What else? What, what else is there? There's something else? Somebody lives somewhere else in Kansas? They're just not split in half? I don't get it. So we, we're like that too. So that. <laughs> oh my God. You know when your jaw just hurts so much? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry. We're back. We're back. Okay. Mm, just give me a second. I need to sort of. Put moisturizer to get my jaws to loosen up a bit. Okay. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay. <sighs> I think at this point we've laughed too much and we've deviated from the breed. And people are gonna go, who are these three crazy women that I'm listening to? <laughs> Ladies, please don't hate us. We were talking about our stupidity too. We have to be like where is that exactly to a lot of people? <laughs> this is Winona, but my father, whenever he meets people, he's like, yes, and that's that city that's like eight miles from this place because he like studies maps down to the T. Like European yeah. maps, like every map. Every so map. when we go to Europe, when, we, when I go with Winona to Europe and her father is there, the people are like, oh, I'm not from this. And he's like, okay, so in the Ukraine, are you saying that you're close to this city? They're like, yes. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. He was like, I always wanted to meet somebody there. Let me shake your hand, sir. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to tell somebody I met someone from there. Thank you. I'm still like, huh? huh? He was like, it's right here on the map. What map? <laughs> that's what Google's for. Yeah. <laughs> Millennials yeah. over here. We're like, well, let's just Google where you And the company of our friends who um like live in Thailand and yeah. they live like in they'll go to Japan and they live in or they'll go live in South Korea for a few years or stop by in Myanmar. You're like you're doing what they know where stuff is because they like mm. live in different countries for fun. Yes, yeah. but like yeah. we are like no. If it's not in, this is Winona for me. If it's not in Western Europe, I'm probably not going or knowing about it. Probably or, or knowing about it. So yeah. Anyway, let's get off the subject. It was yes, a pleasure. Yes. It was a pleasure. And I can I ask you? Can I? Would you mind if I ask you one question? On Me sure. Show? On your, I don't want to feel like I'm interviewing you on your own <laughs> show. Sure. I hate when people do that. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Go on. How excited are you about your upcoming one on January the twenty seventh? Your interview on January the twenty seventh. Huh? The producer. Let me get my. The reality TV thing. Oh, yes! <gasps> Sorry! Baby brain again! <laughs> I wasn't sure if you wanted to shout that out yet, so I was just like... Oh, well, you've already brought it out now, so I might as well just oh, open yeah. my calendar again, because again, I have to use the whole baby brain thing, so you'll just have to excuse me for a second. <laughs> oh, my good lord, my head. Right, <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> so it's this lady and I don't even know what if she's happy for but anyways it's fine so she's called Brandy Miller so we're gonna be recording the episode on the 27th of January and then it's going to go on the podcast feed sometime sometime in February end of February um, kind of time and so she's looking on starting um, this 40-day reality TV uh, rea 40-day writer reality TV Right, I think that's, that's, <clears throat> let me see if I can find her website. I think it's called 40 Day Writer or something like that. So basically, it's um, from when I read her website, it's kind of like, see, when I think of it, when she said it, when she's, I read it, it was kind of like, you know, when they do, um, you know, there's one of those dating shows where there's like one guy and like five women are competing to get his, you know, his attention and stuff the like bathroom? that. I, yes, something like that, yes. So um, I think it's kind of like that. So you're going to have 40, 40, uh, 40 writers. They're all going to be competing to have um, a publishing deal. That's going to be so cool. I know, 
I think some of us saying that wouldn't that be nice to have something for authors? And so that's that's what she's going to do. Let me just go and see if I'm sure it's her website is 40daywriter.com and she's getting, you know, heads up, you know, even before she's uh, she's come on the show. Uh, so, yes, that was why I invited you guys, you know, because I think you guys are amazing. So you guys will probably interrogate her proper. So, yes, it's 40daywriter.com forward slash, just, just forget about the forward slash too long, just 40 days. So the number four and the number zero, so figures, 40daywriter.com that's 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 the website um so if you want to go find out more about it before then so it's a lady called brandy brandy miller um <clears throat> so yes yeah, so if you go straight on her website you would see the link that goes in where it says imagine it 40 writers compete over 40 days to finish polish and pitch their manuscripts to big five publishers who compete shark tank style for the rights to publish them that's the premise of the 40 day writer reality tv show <laughs> i'm so excited about this so are you going to try to be a reality tv star there sagola heck no please <laughs> <laughs> i like staying in the comfort of my pjs in my bedroom I, she didn't say that you couldn't write in your pjs she'll just be cameras just yeah add cameras. she doesn't want millions of people seeing her on pjs i get it no, definitely not. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like, I sincerely wanted to like. I was like, I had this idea of a reality TV show for authors because everyone says like they've tried it before and it was boring. So I'm like, yeah. I was really excited when she found when she came up with this concept. So I was like, yay! So excited. But mine, because I'm narcissistic. Like oh that. my goodness! On your show, I'm being narcissistic. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> but mine was like, so like, if you took writers who write from life, I mean, who literally just write about their life. Like the nonfiction, yeah. write about their lives thing, and then like kind of watch what happened in their lives, and then saw what uh, like the book that happened at the end. I thought that would be kind of yes. cool. One for the revenue stream of the show, and then two for the revenue stream of the book. I was like, that would be so cool, and yeah. especially if you had a group of eleven ladies. If anyone know. out there is mm. listening <clears throat> for the end, I thought ladies, but that's a lie because nobody wants to do it. We want to be like Sagola <laughs> and sit in our pajamas and write our books. That's what Jade wants to do. <laughs> I love it. It is really funny. Monona took, took this picture of me and put it on Twitter, and I was writing my poems out in a book by the fire, like drinking bourbon or something. And yeah. she, and it was like, is there a, any better way to spend the evening? No. Hashtag awesomeness. <laughs> I can tell you a better way to drink, to read, uh, spend an evening. But you see, right? That's only in my fantasy. I don't think I would ever do it. I don't think, but this is my fantasy, right? You know, in London, we don't get, we get rubbish weather, but we hardly get snow. Once in a while, we get snow and then everything comes to a standstill. The whole, the whole country comes to a standstill when London shuts down when we get snow, right? So, mm -hmm. the perfect day to, way to spend an evening is if I was, say, in the Welsh countryside or in the Scottish countryside, right? Oh. In a cabin or in a nice cottage, right? With a proper fireplace, not the electric one, the one that, you know, I've got some nice honky bloke to go and chop wood and put, yeah. you know, a nice fire in the fireplace because I'm not going to chop no wood, right? And mm -hmm. then I've got my nice extra large <clears throat> um, dressing gown and I'm sitting in front of the fireplace with a tankard that's my mug of hot chocolate and I've got croissants and I've got a paperback, no, not actually, no, a hardback book that I'm just reading. No electronics. That's and I'm just right. reading. And then wow. my nice honky guy is giving me a foot rub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there, there it is. There's, there's the right. But yeah, absolutely. And, and see, you guys are listening to authors, so you know I like to be born, right? <laughs> see, now, when I was asking LA what my favorite fantasy day would be like, it evening, fantasy evening. I was like, I would, I prefer to have uh, bourbon a beach, plenty of gorgeous people walking back and forth, and a book. Mm. But yeah, it has to be like warm weather. I can't do this cold thing. <laughs> yes, but then you can do cold when there's a nice fireplace, and it's like there's that feeling when you've got your nice robe surrounded about around you. Yeah. And it's true. See, but it, I'm not gonna go and try to take it, you know, out of the comfort of the, the uh, what's the the parental guidance of this show. So we'll just exactly. leave it to that. <laughs> I was just about when you said my fantasy evening, I was about to say, Sagola, you run a family show. You know that, right? 
it's not a moment for that book that everyone has read around the world. It's not that kind of moment. It's not right here. Anyway. <laughs> but anyways, you know what? I'm going to chuck you guys out now because you guys just bring the worst in me. Or it could be the best, just in a different <laughs> viewpoint. Like, on how you look at it. <laughs> well, the good thing is the little human, she's asleep now. So <laughs> that's why. Well, I'm just going to say, you guys, you bring out the worst in me. That's my story, and that's how I'm sticking with it. Okay. okay. All right. Blame it on yes. the Americans. Yep. Yep. Yes! Americans are good to take the blame for a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. Yes. So I am kicking you guys out. Thank well, you. It's you been to say our website and then you can kick us fully out. Okay, go on then. Okay, you can check us out. Hopefully, not to like lay us out, but just to check us out at www.andwethought.com. You can also do blog talk radio, podcast, Roku TV, all of that is on that website on the podcast slash show tab. Perfect. Thank you very much. So now I can officially kick you guys out. Wow. Oh my God. Kick you guys out. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Bye now. Bye.